Hi guys and welcome back to episode four of the Darcy's Inner Dialogues podcast. I hope you're all doing well and are having a lovely time. The sun is shining in Dubai and I am very, very excited to get into today's episode. And slight disclaimer, there might be some swearing in this, but I think that's okay. We just got to let it out. And I'm going to be talking about boys, but this will obviously apply to girls too. So just apply your own situation to the context. So yes, you will see from the title, we are speaking about boys and being cheated on and just all their shittiness, to be honest. I hope this serves as a little therapy session for you while I tell you my story, because it wasn't fun. Cheating, getting cheated on is not a fun thing. So my story is that I was with someone for nearly six months, I think, and I thought it was a great relationship. Like I'm a very loyal person and if I'm with someone, I am fully, fully with them and don't ever dream of anything out with that relationship. I would never dream of cheating or like being cheated on. Like that sounds so silly, but it didn't even cross my mind that I could be getting cheated on. Like I just don't understand how anyone could do it. But anyway, back to the story. The way it went down for me is, let's call this person Jackson. Sorry to any very loyal Jackson listeners out there. But basically Jackson went on a night out with some of my friends and I couldn't go because I had a family commitment. And we then get back to school after that weekend. And one of my friends say to me, I think you need to talk to Jackson because he was going around class today saying that he was gonna break up with you. Firstly, what the fuck? Like who goes around saying, I'm gonna break up with this person. Don't do that FYI because it's not very nice. And secondly like this also just came out of nowhere like I thought everything in the relationship was absolutely fine. Like it was just very strange and very weird. So I messaged him and I was like do we need to talk question mark and then in one of our study classes we asked to go outside to practice drama lines I think. We just made up an excuse to go and chat and I said like so what's going on? Apparently you've been saying that you're gonna break up with me And I was just confused. And he was like, yeah, I don't really think it's working out anymore. He couldn't even look me in the eye when he said this. So immediately I just thought that it was weird. And I honestly can't emphasize how out of the blue this was. And I didn't really know how to respond. I don't even know if I said anything. I think I maybe just stood up and just walked back into class. But everyone knew what just happened. And I got upset because honestly, I was just so confused. Like I knew something was off and I knew I didn't know something. I knew something was missing. So then after class finished, two of, who are now my best friends, two of my best friends, but I didn't really know them at that time because I hadn't been at school very long. They came over to me and said, Darcy, like you deserve to know the whole story. And they told me that he cheated on me over the weekend on a night out. And it was with one of my so-called friends who we will call Charlotte. And I just remember being a combination of speechless, but also, okay, well, that makes sense because he broke up with me out of nowhere, but then that would mean that he broke up with me out of guilt and the hope that I wouldn't find out, but I did. And yeah, there were a lot of tears that followed. And I think that day when all of that happened, was it that day? Yeah, it was that day. We were waiting to get the school bus back home and we basically started fighting. Like I was like, what the F, how could you? Like, who are you, etc. And he just got very defensive and was quite, it was quite a rowdy conversation. It wasn't really a conversation as such. We were just kind of shouting at each other. Well, everyone gathered around and watched. So it's funny looking back at it. It was definitely not funny at the time. And after that, I just remember thinking like, he is not going to be the one that comes out on top here. Like I need some form of closure and I needed him to actually realize and feel what he did to me because up until now he was just acting like a big man and like he was too cool and like 
he didn't care. And I honestly just thought, fuck you. Like, no, you don't get to get off that easily. So I messaged him, even though my friend said not to, but I just knew like I needed this closure. And I said, we need to talk one last time. Can we meet up? And I guess he wasn't really in a position to say no. So we met up in the sixth form common room and I think he was just sitting on the table and I just stood opposite him. And I just said, Jackson, what happened? Like, how could you do that to me? But I said it like not in a shouty, angry way like I had before. I said it in a very like subdued way. And he still stayed defensive at this point and like he couldn't care less. And then I just started crying. And you know, I was just like, I would never do anything like this to you. Like, how could you do that to me? Like, what did I ever do? What did I do wrong? Like, I would never have dreamt of hurting you. And basically just kept going along those lines whilst crying my eyes out. And then the boy literally broke down and started bawling his eyes out, which let me tell you, that is a win. And that is something that you will never forget. I'm not saying go about your days trying to make people cry, but when someone's hurt you that much and they're pretending to be big and like they don't care, seeing them actually care and like realizing that they fucked up, that feels good. Like I broke him down and broke down that defensive barrier that he put up to basically not allow himself to feel what he did. And then yeah, he lost it and he like just kept apologizing. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, this is it. This is the closure that I needed, that this is the reason I wanted this conversation. I didn't say that, but like, I just remember feeling like successful in my mind. Like I managed to make him feel a tiny, tiny fraction of the pain that he made me feel. And he had got me these Swarovski rings like ages ago. And I remember I took them out of my pocket and I just shoved them in his hands, which I laugh at now because it's very Troy and Gabriella gotta go my own way, dramatic vibes. Um, But yeah, I shoved them in his hand and I just kind of took a deep breath. I wiped my tears and I said, you're gonna regret this, bye Jackson. And I walked out and I could hear him still crying when I left, which once again made me feel good, which I know it kind of makes me sound like a bad person, but it did, it's the truth. And I kept it together until I walked out and he couldn't see me anymore and then I burst out crying again. But these were also kind of different tears because they were like closure tears as well. And I felt like I was then the person that came out on top because I didn't let him get away with not feeling the impact of what he actually did to me. Like I was still absolutely heartbroken and felt like shit, but that was just a small moment of strength that kind of came from it. But I'm also glad that I kind of stopped myself crying when I walked out because like being able to walk out without crying and kind of like having, it was fake strength, but it looked like strength. Like that felt good and it kind of helped with that closure feelings. So that's kind of my first tip if you've been cheated on is don't let them get away with not feeling what they actually did to you. Like your relationship was real. You were together. Like obviously we're kind of like now like, oh, I wish I didn't waste my time on that, but it did matter to you. There's no point trying to pretend that it didn't, but being able to get yourself to be the one that comes out on top, that makes you feel better. And I found that that gentler, like more sad, just heartbroken approach, rather than shouting and being angry and be like, oh my gosh, how can you, blah, blah, blah. Like that's when their defensive wall comes down and they actually feel bad and realize what they did. And after that happened, I did really struggle because I think it just plays on your mind a lot and you sort of start to replay like the whole relationship in your mind and you try to work out like if there's anything you did wrong like what did you do that you could have done differently and I wish I could have just told myself to stop at that point like you never do anything in a relationship that justifies being cheated on it is absolutely not your fault your partner was just a dick and you are well rid of them and I wish I could have just said to myself that there is no problem with me. Like I blamed who I was and convinced myself that it was because I wasn't good enough, I wasn't pretty enough and I wasn't thin enough. And honestly, I just started to spiral. I barely ate, would do like an hour of cardio every day before school. And I think it was for various reasons. Like 
Doing that obviously gave me control over myself in response to a situation that was so out of my control. And I think it was also punishment for myself because I just felt like I wasn't good enough and that it was my fault that he cheated and also restricting so heavily and pushing myself so hard doing cardio like kind of just numbed me and I could focus on that so much and on feeling how crap I physically felt that I didn't have to feel the sadness of him cheating on me and it was also difficult because when we were together like I would spend every night with him after school before roll call and then suddenly I had all this alone time and I didn't really want to be with my friends because I was just feeling so miserable and it was just a really really crappy time and it is really sad because I gave Jackson the power to hurt me so much like obviously he hurt me because of what he did but I then amplified that by hurting myself because of the way he made me feel and yeah it just really amped up my eating disorder and I became bulimic and I just think I needed I felt like I needed more control when I was at the same time spiraling so badly and I just felt like I had to punish myself because of what he did and at parties I would binge drink a lot like every party I would either pass out or throw up and I would get with different people and I think that it just came from such a lack of self-respect that he caused like he caused me to feel so bad about myself and so insecure even more so than I was and looking at other things to try and make me feel something and at the same time just not wanting to feel like myself like I wanted to feel like a different person so that is what I did and it is very very sad and is not something that I would recommend doing so if I could go back and speak to myself like I would say it is absolutely not your fault and do not give him the power to ruin you like don't give him the satisfaction of showing him the impact that his actions have had on you like if you looked at me you could see that I was drowning and I think people would have said like oh well it's because of Jackson but that is giving him way too much power and making him out to be so much better than he is. Like, he is nothing. You're not dependent on him and you absolutely don't need him. Like, think about it. If you're cheated on and you bounce back, you look like a strong person and you deserve to be radiating strength because you are absolutely the better person in that relationship. But it's obviously a lot easier said than done, especially speaking with hindsight, which is a horrible thing. But after someone is so horrible to you, like you cannot be horrible to yourself and you're the only person in life that you can count on 100%. So choose to be kind and you can't control how other people act towards you, but you can try and control yourself and try to be kind to yourself and just do not apportion blame to yourself because it's absolutely not your fault. And you might try to come up with reasons, like maybe I didn't give him enough attention or he's feeling intimidated because I have a guy friend, but like, stop, absolutely not. Not a single one of your actions, whether it's through negligence or commission, like none of it makes you worthy of being treated so badly. Like it is entirely the other person's fault. And I think if you find yourself, you know, letting your hair down, shall I say, to put it in a certain way at parties with people and maybe getting with a lot of people like just give yourself grace you have just been through something that is traumatic and if you're sort of f you to the person is getting with other people then do it but try not to do it as a way of numbing your feelings because i think the key for any response is to just try and make sure that your actions are not an attempt to not feel anything because i think with that then later comes the regret and more of the self-hatred and then you just get yourself in that really bad cycle so choose your actions and just try to own your actions do what you need to do to make yourself feel better and just 
know the things that will make you feel better and own them. Like if getting with other people is going to make you feel better, then do it. But if you're just going to get with someone to try and make yourself stop thinking about your relationship, maybe stop because there's a high chance that you could later regret it. And I think it's realistic to expect that you might make a mistake at the beginning and do something that you will regret, but let it be one regret or only a couple of regrets because then bring that awareness and realize, okay, whatever I'm doing, this isn't making me feel better. And you know, I'm just doing it to try and not think about the cheating, but just try to learn from it and realize that you have the ability to get yourself out of that cycle of regret and self-loathing and you have the strength in you to get to a good place. And once you've been cheated on, it is expected, entirely expected and understandable to have trust issues because I definitely did. It is normal and it is okay. Don't put any time pressures on yourself. Don't just think like, oh, I need to jump to a different relationship. Like I just need someone else to make me feel better because again, I think that could just be a kind of numbing the pain and like filling a void type situation just embrace the single Pringle life for now and have peace with the knowledge that your trust for others will come again for the right person and just give yourself the patience to allow that to happen when it will. And also try not to think like, oh, well, this is it. I'm becoming celibate. Like I'm done with men. I'm done with women. Like you can be done. You can absolutely be done for a period of time. Like you can be on sabbatical. And I think that's a good thing because it allows you to heal and also allows you to learn to enjoy your own company because I also think that's another thing I suffered with. Like I didn't want to be alone because when I was alone, I was then in my mind and I had such a bad headspace, such bad self-respect and loathing that I think I just relied on other people to take my mind off of it. So try learn to enjoy yourself, enjoy your own company, because that also means that when a relationship does arise in the future, you then have this newfound level of self-respect and self-worth and you know what you deserve and you know what not to settle for. And I think we have to look for the silver linings of any situation because they are there, even if they're extremely, extremely hair width thin. The silver linings do exist. Firstly, you are rid of someone who you are so much better than and who does not deserve you and you won't be wasting any more of your time on them. And I know it's hard at the time and you might think that you might never lose feelings for that person because even though you are so hurt, you will most likely still have feelings because you can't, it's not a switch, you can't just switch them off, but the feelings will subside with time, and in the future, that person will become nothing to you, like, people mention this person to me, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that happened, whereas at the time, it was like, my everything, and you will just laugh at the fact that you were with them, and you will see that you are the better person, and that you deserve so much more, and they never deserved you, ever, and you were out their league, and when the possibility for a relationship arises in the future, try to be welcome to it, which again, easier said than done. I remember when Tristan, um, he's been my boyfriend by the way for like now four years, but when he asked me on a walk at school, and by the way, a walk is kind of like a date in boarding school where you would literally walk around the school grounds. Um, But he asked me on a walk and I remember my initial reaction was, oh, well, this is a joke. Like he's just trying to humiliate me because my faith in guys was just so devastated. But I told one of my friends and they convinced me to go and they were like, no, he's a nice guy. He wouldn't do that. Like, I didn't really know who he was. And I remember standing outside the door, like knowing he was on the other side. And I honestly got so breathless because I was so scared and I was so nervous of being made a fool of again, which is totally the wrong view of a cheating situation. Because although you may feel like a fool, you are not. The other person is absolutely the fool for doing something so bad that they lost you because of it. But yeah, I was just so nervous and I very nearly didn't go on the walk. 
but I did, thankfully, and here we are four years later living together, so here's your sign to just take the leap, even if you're nervous, because you definitely will be, but I also think that those nerves kind of show a growth for your like self-respect and the next person might not be for you. It might not be your forever person, but at the same time, they might be. So just take the leap. You deserve to find love and you deserve to not prison yourself in this self-contained box because of some horrible thing another person did. And remember that although guys and girls do absolutely, absolutely suck, there are good ones out there. And even if you don't think you haven't found any yet, your fish is still swimming around trying to get to you and they will one day. So view this episode as a learning curve, a very sucky one, but one nonetheless. And you are now going to be aware of so many more red flags that the future you will be able to know and will be able to set the boundaries that you need to set. There's your other silver lining. If anything, this person has shown you the various red flags to look out for. And when you have that future relationship, you might find that telling the person that you're now with that you have previously been cheated on, like that could help your relationship because you might have some initial barriers up at the beginning. And I think that's normal and expected. But I also think that it just helps the person that you're seeing understand you and appreciate that you might be a bit unsure at the beginning and a bit resistant but that's not a reflection of them it's a reflection of your past and you will get through it and it will definitely be easier when the other person knows because you then won't have this kind of torment in your head of like oh my gosh does he think that I don't like him when actually I'm just feeling a bit scared because of what Jackson did you then don't have to deal with that inner conflict in your mind and like for me I didn't have to tell Tristan because literally the whole school knew but I knew that he knew about it and that just made me feel better because it made me feel comfortable that he knew I might have some barriers or seem unsure but it was just a reflection of my trust issues and not of him and eventually all of those trust issues will disappear when you find the right person, I promise you. Like not trusting someone doesn't even cross your mind when you're with the right person. So to conclude this episode, yes, guys and girls absolutely suck. (laughs) They are an awful specimen but there are good ones out there and you will find them. And cheating is absolutely one of the worst things you can go through because you are made to feel so crap about a situation that was not your fault. And you give that person the power to make you feel so small and worthless and blameworthy when that is just not the truth at all. So self-blame is the big thing to look out for if you are cheated on, have been, are in the future, which I hope you're not. And You just have to give yourself all the grace that you can and realise that it was the other person's fuck up, not yours. And you have bigger and better things and amazing people waiting for you. And your broken heart will be mended by someone who didn't break it in the first place. And they will just make you feel better. And you will be loved and you deserve to be loved. And you just found a bad fish in the sea. Just be patient and your person is waiting for you. And I'm excited for you. Now I am going to love you and leave you and continue to go sunbathe in Dubai. Bye guys.